Welcome to the fourth episode of Unfortunately, I Read Books. Naval Ravikant said that genuine love for reading itself, when cultivated, is a superpower. The means of learning are abundant. It's desi- desire to learn that is scarce. Cultivate that desire by reading what you want. In this episode, I talk about my why, my reason of why I read so much books, which is learning from the top experts, the compound effect of reading a lot of books, and all the cre- the connections that create from reading so much. So let's get into it. Okay, so the first one is learning from experts. You know, I'm from Chicago. I'm not the richest guy in the world. I really don't have a lot of connections. But books connect me to very important people, professors, scientists, businessmen, philosophers. And you can spend time with those experts and learn you know, what they've dedicated their life to and what they've experienced and what they learn and, and inherit their wisdom through that book. And what's awesome about reading, it's just you listening. You're not even having the conversation with the author. You're just listening to all this wisdom with no distractions, unless your mind wanders off. But it, it's very few distractions. And that's what I like for for very very cheap you can have access to these amazing people and their wisdom and one example would be Ray Dalio he wrote a book called Principles and he's a billionaire he founded a hedge fund called Bridgewater Associates he manages that hedge fund 150 billion dollars in assets it'd probably be very difficult to sit down and and ask him hey Ray you got 12 hours to 15 hours to just tell me everything you know and give me advice be very difficult but just buy his book principles and you'll spend time with him and learning every, all his wisdom carol dewick is another example she's a psychology professor in stanford who dedicated decades of research on this thing she calls growth versus fixed mindset and i applied all that and carol DeWick is very sought after. Companies are wanting to for her to come in and talk to their employees like Google, big companies. And she's very busy. And I, I don't know if you'll ever sit down with me for 12, 15 hours where I can read her book and get all that information and apply it, which I do. Now, the second thing is a thing called the compound effect. And I, I learned that from Darren Hardy. He wrote a book called Compound Effect. And the way I think about it is Let's say me, Alexander, and someone named Joe. And Joe reads like three books a year. And my goal is 60 books a year. That's what the average CEO reads. So first year, you probably won't see much of a difference between me and Joe. I read three and he reads 60. Second year, he's at six. I'm at 120. Not much different, but a little bit when you speak to me. Third, fourth, fifth, you know, we get to the 10th year. I, I'm just, this going to be my second year, but I, I'm a... I I probably will be at a higher level intellectually and also hopefully applying a lot of what I read. And there will just be this big gap between me and Joe. 
And this concept comes from the compound interest, which Einstein said is the eighth wonder of the world, and where it's like when you invest in something, you let the you never take out the interest. You keep investing that interest, and it keeps growing. It sticks compounding, and after ten years. 16 years, it doubles the money, and then 20 years, it's like triple, and it just gets crazier and crazier the longer you keep allowing this interest to keep compounding. So that's the way I'm approaching reading a lot of books, is like in 40 years of reading 60 books a year, I can't imagine where my mind, my intellect, the things I'll achieve, I'm excited. Now the third thing is the connections you can create in your mind. You know, uh, I started reading books, and I really didn't understand I was just reading. But then I'll read another book, and I can kind of connect it to the other book and understand, like, oh, I read a book about this, and I kind of understand how he's connecting it. And it's connecting in my own mind. And now the more I read, the more connections I make, and I understand books in deeper levels because I'm understanding more. And another thing I like is tying different ideas together. An example I'll use is like Grit, Angela Duckworth. She has this book called Grit. It's kind of like persevering. She studied and she noticed that most successful people have this thing called Grit. Now then I read Ryan Holiday's Obstacle is the Way. And that kind of is choosing to, you know, go where the obstacle is and you're going to need Grit. So that's how those things tied together, choosing to go towards those obstacles and having grit to persevere to get on the other side of that obstacle. Another thing, connections I do is it opens my mind to grasp new ideas, reading a lot of books. And sometimes it makes me feel uncomfortable because it makes me change certain beliefs that I argued and thought I was right. The one that comes to mind is Conversation with Guy God by Neil Dom, Donald Walsh, I think is his name. And the book is about, you know, this guy who's just frustrated and then he just starts writing. And he says the what he was writing was just this conversation he was having with God. And if you read it, it's pretty like, wow, I never viewed, you know, these concepts, these ideas that are on there. And the main concept that kind of hit me that I, I remember is he talked he talked about that that hitler was just a necessity for human race because he is the extreme of evil and to be that evil there has to be something that is that good i don't know if i'm explaining that right but you know to, there has to be that yin and yang i guess you know like jesus hitler you know the world has experienced this evil that I guess is the most evil, but the most good is Jesus. Another one is Victor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning. Really good book. You know, he, he's, he survived the concentration camps. And what I got from that was like, wow, you know, it was very enlightening to see how you can cope with a very bad situation and, and suffering at a very high level. And he he coped with it and he survived it and he thrived in it and he wrote a book and he did this psychological, like, 
analysis while it was there. And, and this book has helped so much people. So there you have it. Those are the things I like about, not like, but that's my why. That's my reason of reading so much books. And that's why I keep going and reading more books. So keep just uh, listening in. Hopefully this content is good for you. You're enjoying it. Subscribe to my podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. Uh, I have links to all my things now. My The challenge, the 2018 challenge, last year's challenge. Links to my Twitters, my Facebooks. And, oh yeah, right now I'm at uh, six books. I don't know where you guys are at, but I'm at six books so far this year. Good little pace. I've been busy with school, but I hope you guys are coming along also on your challenge. Let me know how everything's going on my social media platforms. Talk to you later. subscribe to this podcast and the many platforms it's on like itunes or stitcher so you don't miss the next episode which will be about my favorite book i read last year out of the 105 books i read